Episode 97 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast. A podcast that now covers local football in this great town of ours, as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills, highs and lows of my team, Hastings United. On the show this week, week 28 of the Hastings Report, covering all our local sides in the SCFL, MSFL and ESFL, with my co-host, Leon Petty. And then we have the SBTS Fan Roundtable. The crew is joined by Tyler Bailey of the Bishop Stortford fan base. We talk our away day, upcoming jolly, Bishop Stortford season so far, and who's winning on Saturday. Enjoy, grassroots football fans. And now over to week 28 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to introduce week 28 of the Hastings Report with my wonderful co-host, uh, Leon Petter, who's a ESFL veteran, as I always ask. How's week been, Leon? Yeah, all fine, mate. Yeah, hashtag Good. no dramas. Yeah, we like, we like that hashtag. Right, so we crack straight into uh, the SCFL. We're recording this on Thursday. Hopefully this goes out on Friday. So um, so we're going back a little bit here. But uh, the first first fixture to talk about would have been Bognor Regis 6, Bexhill United 1 in the Sussex Cup. Unfortunately, Leon was right. It was a bit of a bridge too far for Bexhill United. I know that uh, on Twitter, Van Rock, Chris and Borna Totter were there as were many others, and the consensus was that the step-up was too big and uh, that Bogner had frightening pace in abundance. Tom Vickers scored a cracker of a consolation, so I heard. Uh, the goals for Bogner, Dan Grifford, Nathan Odokiniero, Jamie Farragut, Josh McCormack with two, and Calvin Davies getting the goals for Bogner. Obviously, the goal for Bexhill was from Tom Vickers. A uh, bit of a shame, that, but um, it's great to see Bexhill get that far. Uh, yeah, yeah. Any um, any club at that sort of level, you know, has a chance to play teams higher up. I think always think the, the appeal of maybe welcoming a Brighton, a Hove Albion. I think it's under twenty three to play. You know, sort of, you know, that's a sort of big draw in this competition playing them. And obviously, it's going to places like Bognor. I'm sure, despite the result, it was a good good evening out for for Bexhill. But um, yeah, so but like you say, just a, a bridge too far. But they've done themselves very proud. And on the same day, on Tuesday, 28th of February, uh, Lingfield nil, Little Common one, uh, Lewis Hull getting a goal. And that is the double over Lingfield for the Common in a solid display with Matt Crutwell earning the man of the match behind the sticks. Uh, any thoughts on that, Leon? Um, yeah, it sounds like another well-fought win, particularly with um, the goalkeeper getting the man of the match. And um, yeah, it was always going to be tricky. I think they just about dug out, uh, grinded out a result the Saturday beforehand, so Lingfield was going to come out not revenge or guns blazing, but um, Little Common did did well to go away on a Tuesday night and, yeah, get get the win. That's right. Moving on to Saturday, so that's the 4th of March. Uh, Bexhill won, AFC Vardinians nil. Uh, Tom Vickers getting the goal. Uh, the Pirates were down to 10 men for over an hour. Tom, the naughty boy, got two yellow cards, uh, obviously after he scored. From Chris Van Rock, uh, just saying the... Uh, uh, for the for the for the sending off, first one he grabbed the player from behind, and the second one was for a late challenge. Uh, Vondinians were luckily were very poor on the day. Uh, normally they've been better than their league position would say, and uh, we held out with a superb herb captaining performance by Jamie Farragut, who just barked orders all afternoon. He was man of the match for me, and also Harvey Mapstone was superb. They were class. The ref was throwing cards left, right and centre and he booked at least six. Thanks for that. We move on to the, again on Saturday, Salt Dean United nil, Little Common five. It was half time, it was four nil, so game over really. Alvin Scott with two, Lewis Parsons, Freddie Warren and Jamie Bunn with the goals. Uh, Common finishing this game off in the first half uh, in cruise control from 
from the second half. And um, that's that. Uh, Leon, any thoughts on Little Common winning again? Well done, Common. Good little run of form. And the last fixture, uh, Tuesday, Little Common 2, Eastbourne United 1. Sam Ellis and Freddie Warren getting the goals for Little Common and Gary Ingram getting the goal for Eastbourne United. Uh, 109 brave souls watch this game. That's four wins on the bounce for the Common and only four points off eight placed Eastbourne United. So well, they just can't stop winning, can they, Leon? No, that that's that's the result in particular I was impressed with. Um, yeah, it's a, against a very good Eastbourne United side and yeah, this Common um, on a very good, good run of form. So it's, yeah, good to see. And I, um, whilst we're on common, I, I see they put a tweet up say it was, um, was it two two years ago that, uh, yeah, two two years ago that Margaret Cherry passed away, and uh, for local footballers, um, local people know it was um, her and her husband Ken who pretty much ran Little Common for for goodness in the world. I think they formed it basically for goodness how many how many years. So yeah, it was people like that that keep local football football clubs going. So I just thought I'd give that a yeah give that a mention. Like, you know, good, worth a mention there, Leon. Okay, we're moving on. We'll move on to the fixtures. So it's Lingfield versus Bexhill this Saturday. Uh, I expect Bexhill to do the double over Lingfield, who have lost their last three. Um, are you in agreement there, Leon? I am, yes. Yeah, yeah. Bexhill win there. Okay, and uh, Little Common, another big game for them. They're cra- travelling to Crawley down Gatwick. Uh, Common have got to fancy this one, as Crawley have lost the last four out of seven. They're having a major wobble, aren't they, Leon? Yeah, yeah, that's probably um this could be the best time for for a little common to to play them. Um, obviously been flying the you know the rest of the season. Uh, excuse the pun, been flying the rest of the season. But um, uh, that was it was a genuine accident <laughs> as well. Oh, but, um, yes, but, yeah, it's the right time yeah. to <laughs> the right time to to play them. Obviously with Commons form and Cooley Downs form. So yeah. okay, but that right then. So we move on to the MSFL uh, Saturday fixtures fourth. Of- uh, March, Rygate Priory nil, Hollington United three, Bradley Pritchard, Peter Featherston, and Dan Rogers. Uh, they're just too strong for mid table Rygate. Hollington march on towards that title, don't they, Leon? Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just constantly too strong for teams in this league. And um, yeah, no, nothing else. More to add to that. Um, if anyone is interested, there's a blog called Many Games I Have Seen. You can find him on Twitter. He does a lot, covers a lot of um, local football, but he covered this game. He made the made the trip up to Rygate and it looked like oh, a nice, nice little nice little setup they've got up there. A nice little um, old-fashioned clubhouse. A few decent pubs in the vicinity. So, yeah, it's um, sounding like a nice day out for, for the... Um, I don't know his actual name, but Mr. Many Games I've Seen. Look a nice day out for him. But, um, yeah, keep an eye out. He does does cover a, lot, cover a lot of local football with the odd bit of Premier League and Championship. Etc. Oh, I'll try and I'll try and find it, and I'll put the link in the YouTube when we put it up. Uh, moving on, uh, Settlescrum Rangers nil, Westfield six. Oh, this was the game I thought Westfield might struggle in, as usual. I'm spot on. Uh, George Landes with a hat trick. George McLean, Josh Pickering, and Sam Willett. Some say he looks like a young Burt Reynolds. Uh, Sam will get that joke. And um, uh, no goal for Warren Pettig though. Uh, just thought I mentioned that. And, Warren who? Uh, Pettig. Uh a comprehensive Derby Day win there, wouldn't we say, Leon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um I think we thought maybe it'd be a bit bit of bit of a closer game than than it turned out to be, but no. <laughs> Evidently yeah, not. No. <laughs> and uh this then we move on now to uh other fixtures involving uh MSFL sides. Uh, Montgomery in the Montgomery Cup quarter final uh battle. Battletown 2, Rotherfield 0, uh, Kieran Mayhew and Tristan Mayhew uh, get the goals. Uh, it's nice to see Battle back to winning ways and through to the, the semis. Sorry. Yeah, it's a good, uh, good chance for Battle to win some silverware. Um, and the, I can't remember the, who it is. They got next round, but they're in the championship. And looking at the other teams left in the competition, I'd say Battle in a very good chance of winning some silverware. Yeah, go to fixtures. So Rutherford are facing Settlescombe Rangers. Hopefully, uh, Settlescombe can forget those Derby Day blues quickly as they travel to the Rutherford Sports Club. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, it's a good chance for him to, to bounce back. Okay, uh, Willingdon Athletic uh, are facing Westfield. Uh, winless Willingdon won't get any favours from Westfield. I expect goals galore. That's probably the complete kiss of death for me there. 
I'm sure Westfield, they already love me there anyway. Um, what do you think, Leon? Um, yeah, I've got nothing more to add to that. So I'm oh, in complete yeah. agreement yeah, well. with you. So <laughs> hopefully I've broken that, the curse you've just put on them. Yeah. Uh, and in the uh, Mid-Sussex Senior Charity Cup, it's a Hollington versus AFC Upfield Seconds. I mean, I can't see anything. Uh, I can't see anything but a Hollington win there. Uh, yeah, so yeah, good, good um, chance for Hollington to get into their first final of the season, which I'm sure that that won't be the the only one. Um, you know, there's always that danger that um, AFC Uckfield will be up for it, but I, I can't really see them causing any upsets. Yeah, particularly at their place, uh, just it's mm. just a bit too much to ask. Right, so we move on to the ESFL Prem. Uh, Bexhill AAC 2, Bexhill Town 1. Uh, <laughs> big shock, uh, Bexhill Town getting beat by AAC. No one expected that. And that's uh, Rosh Wells and James McGraw scoring for Bexhill with Jay Edwards getting that goal. Big shock there. Uh, Hawkehurst United 3, Rockenor 1, Alfie Field, Leon Fisher and Mark Mitchell getting the goals for Hawkehurst United. Liam Miles scoring for Rock and Ore. Roberts Bridge United 1, Westville Reserves 3, um, Drebby Tanyu and uh, a, a couple from Connor McManus. Uh, big shout to his dad, Ian, who I work with. Uh, he, he's going to be absolutely over the moon that his boy's got a couple there. Uh, but but in, in fact, you know, it was a routine win for the Westies and uh, against the bottom club, Roberts Bridge. So no shocks there, really. Uh, Sidley United 3, Crowhurst one, uh, you know, uh, Logan Copley got two and Ashley Carey got the other for Sidley with Reese Johnson getting the goal for Crowhurst. Um, I mean, Sidley wrecked the party for Crowhurst with a little bit of a little bit of revenge for that 10-1 that happened in November. And Sidley have sent me a DM about it, so I'm going to read it out. So Sidley United put in arguably a performance of the season as they inflicted revenge on Crowhurst to claim a huge three points. In the ESFL Prem, when the two sides last met, Crowhurst hit ten past the Blues. But these are the t- that these are two sides who are very different from that day. Although a Crowhurst side featuring a number of former former Sydney players began on the front foot, they create little against a resolute and determined Sydney defence. The Blues' opening goal was rather Route One, a long kick upfield from goalkeeper Richie Gray evaded everyone, and Logan Copley. Burst, burst past the covering defender and beat the on-rushing goalkeeper to poke the ball in the back of the net on nine minutes. One became two in similar fashion as Sidley sprung a quick counter and after good hold-up play by Andy Atkins, he laid the ball off to Copley to curl a lovely outside-of-the-foot finish into the bottom corner on 29 minutes. The visitors seemed stunned that Sidley had sucker-punched them and Sean Leonard was simbin for arguing against an award of a free kick by the referee. As Sidley got into the got got into the interval with a two-goal lead, the fear was that if Crowhurst got the next goal, that Sidley's nerves may begin to show. But it was the Blues who grabbed the killer next goal in spectacular fashion. The ball bounced up to be hit on the volley by Ash Carey, some thirty yards out, and his thunderous strike arrowed into the corner of the net on fifty-six minutes. Crowhurst did get a route back into the game when a penalty was awarded for a handball by Ben Aitken which was duly converted by sorry Reese Johnson on 61 minutes. But Sidley dogged and organised defending meant that, despite the pressure, Crowhurst were unable to fashion any clear opportunities and Sidley took the three points. A terrific performance from the Blues with some quality football to boot. There you go. There you go. Sidley, there you go. And what do you think about that, Leon? That uh, sounds like one hell of a game. Yeah. Either that or they've got an amazing um, writer slash author novelist <laughs> in their ranks. Yeah. Uh, right, so uh, again on Saturday, uh, St. Leonard Social Neil, Rytown 2, Milton, Miletadu, and Samuel Henham getting the goals. Uh, St. Leonard's held out till half time, uh, though, but uh, second, the second half, obviously, Rytown just showed they're just too good. Now, uh, ESFL Prem teams involved in cup competitions. Uh, Sussex Intermediate Challenge Cup, it's Punnett's Town 2, Bosham 1, Alexander Burton and uh, Harry Wursell scoring for Punnets. It's an absolute fantastic result against higher opposition in Bosham. So great cup win there from Punnets. We'll move on to ESFL Division 1. Uh, Battletown reserves 2. Tackleway 2. Uh, Tyler Smith getting a couple for Battletown. And Kale Hakos and Toby Payne getting the goals for Tackleway. Uh, incredible result on point from bottom club battle considering against uh, the top of the table side Tackleway. So Fantastic result, really. 
still in Division One. Pass and move three. Uh, little common reserves nil. Uh, Callum Brand, Joshua Page, and uh, an own goal for uh, pass and move. Uh, pass and move with games in hand. Uh, consolidate third place and uh, Division One. Uh, Teams involved with cup competition, uh, Roberts Bridge Charity Junior Cup, Catsfield 1, Sandhurst 1, uh, Sandhurst's James found found the net yet again, uh, Jacob Jones getting a goal for Catsfield. It went to penalties and ended up, an, well, an epic drama as Sandhurst go through 14-13 and through to the final. Well done then. Moving on, Eastfield Division 2, uh, Bexhill Rovers nil, Victoria Baptist 3, Chris May, Joe Pratt, and Joe Bellett getting the goals for Victoria. Uh, comfortable win there for the Baptists against the bottom club. Hollington United Reserves 1, who 2. Arthur Pepper and Callum Holt-Burgess getting the goals for who. Uh, Taylor Beal getting the consolation for Hollington. Um, um, a late goal's ruled out for Hollington, but that's now twice that the plucky who have left the Gibbons with a win behind them. So uh, well done them. Uh, the one I think Leon will be interested in. Uh, Ickersham Casuals 4, uh, Pass and Move Seconds 2, uh, Phil Badrock with a hat-trick and Ruben Shand getting the other. Um, the two goals for Pass and Move are from Zachary Bryant and Alex Cunningham. That is a big three points for Ickersham. That must be a really big confidence lift. Take it away, Leon. Tell us about the game. Um, well, Pass and Move must really hate us because that's three times a beat in the now this season and... Yeah, um, it's, it's, I think um, they they summed it up with their Twitter. Really, they put up they, they didn't play bad at all. But um, I think most of their starting eleven were all 16, 17, 17, 18 year year olds. But um, that summed it up. Two of our goals was just through our, more experience on our side. Really, they just where we played to the whistle and they just stopped. I think the, um, one goal in the first half, one of our guys they thought it'd gone out and to be fair I was about 20 yards out and I could see it stayed in but they all stopped put their hand up to the ref saying it'd gone out we carried on next thing you know Phil's put the ball in there and then our I want to say our fourth goal maybe um, yeah it was just more, more the same really just I think from my memory an um, error from the keeper but I mean he's only you know 16, 17 it's going to happen and um, our lad got lucky with the goal um, but yeah no it's just yeah just, just like they've obviously got some, you know, some good, good young players in it, and the more, the more adult football they play, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll stick together and they'll, they'll, they'll get better, no doubt. So, um, but yeah, they, they must hate us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So other results in Division Two: uh, Nordium One, Pesh Two, uh, Jackson Francis and Kelvin Lowe's for Pesh. We have Dean Hilton Hoosh for Nordium. Uh, this is again that's the depleted Pesh Town. They do it again. It's uh, man of the match, Danny Oaks, guiding them to yet another three points, and they do stay top. Uh, Eastfield Division 3, Hurstman Zoo 7, Westfield Thirds 0, uh, Jack Brown with 2, Toby Jones with 2, Mark Steelwell, Hammett, Tosca, and an own goal made this made it 7. Uh, top club, Hurstman Zoo, putting poor old Westfield Thirds to the sword. I mean, obviously, Westfield Thirds, uh, Derek, again, like what you're saying with... Uh, like what you're saying with uh, pass move seconds, very young sides. Um, you know, just it's just an experience, really. I think this season for the Westfield Thirds, uh, obviously a bit harsh losing, but it's good experience nevertheless. Uh, Parkfield two, Hasting Comets one, uh, Almut Jalat and Callum Nolan for Parkfield with Kurt Foster getting the goal for Hastings Comets. Despite taking the lead, the Comets couldn't hold on and Parkfield won it late. Still in Division 3, uh, Rytown Reserves 3, Bexel AAC Reserves 2, uh, Liam Sawyer and a double from Oli Oliver Joseph Barrow. Um, um, to add to this, Rytown's uh, Ollie Reader he's received his marching orders. Um, Rytown... Um, up near those promotion spots with games in hand. So they're looking dangerous, both Rytown and Rytown Reserves. Um, um, uh, Div 3 sides involved with the cup competitions. It was the ESFL Challenge Cup, Div 3-4. Yeah, so uh, it was Sovereign States Reserves 1, Crowhurst Reserves 4. Goals for Crowhurst were from James McGrath, Anton Neal, Stephen Payne and Ben Thorpe with the consolation goal from Wayne Green. Robertsbridge Charity Junior Cup. Uh, Orrington 1, Tice Hurst 0. That's uh, Andrew Swindles gets the goal. And funnily enough, uh, 
by because his name swindles, he swindled it right at the end at the absolute death. It was the end of extra time, the last minute of extra time. Swindles popped up and won it. Orrington are through and they're playing uh, Sandhurst in the final. Uh, ESFL Division 4, uh, Burwash 4, Hastings Athletic 2, uh, Drew Clifton, Max Taylor, Charlie Wilson and an OG for Burwash. Hastings Athletics goals were from Charlie McDonald. Um, Athletics stay bottom. Um, Settlescombe Rangers 10, Parson Mufords 1. Uh, this big win takes them just above Westfield into second. The goals, Tom Akerley with uh, five, Jack Warner with three, Ben Cowell and Benjamin Linklater getting the other goals. Junior Club Tackleway five, uh, Robertsbridge United Reserves three, uh, Jamie Pelling getting four and Nathan Smith getting the other for Tackleway. Um, Robertsbridge's goals were from uh, a couple from Jake Dean and Sebastian Collingwood. Wellcroft Park Rangers Reserves five. Hawkehurst United Reserves nil. The goals for Wellcroft were from Benjamin Akehurst with a couple, James Burnett, James Martin and George Jones. Uh, bit of a stroll in the park there for top club Wellcroft. They are four points clear with a game in hand on second place Settlescombe. And the final result in Div 4, Westfield fourths one, Battletown uh, thirds nil. Jake Turner getting the goal and that is a good win for Westfield. They are still in the mix for the Promotion, which is good. Um, moving on to the team of the week. A lot of familiar faces in this side. We've got uh, Tommy Warren, the Who goalkeeper, who's obviously been performing miracles for Who. Uh, Left-backs Alfie Aldius, Aldus of the Hastings Comets. Central defensive pair is of Danny Oakes and Sam Henham uh, from Pesh and Rytown. Uh, Right-backs Taylor Bill, who's a regular uh, in the team of the week. He's from Hollington. Um uh, attacking midfield left is James McGrath from Crowhurst. Uh, the central midfield pair uh, from Sidley, uh, Ash Carey and Roche Wells from Bexhill, WAC. Um, Callus Nolan from Parkfields on the right-hand side of midfield. And the striking pair is Logan Copley from Sidley and Tyler Smith from Battletown. Okay, well, that was the week that was. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week, mate.
And now over to the SB TS fan round table. Many thanks to Windy John, Supermelt, and George He Bangs the Drum, and Tyler from Bishop Stortford for making it happen. Discussion, I think it's a talking point, isn't it? I think, even, yeah, no, I think alcoholism is like a proper thing, isn't it? It's, it's legitimate. What, can, but there's symptomism. Yeah, but that's not even real, is it? You got to sort yourself out. Alcoholism is a is a is a genuine thing worth aiming for, but vimtoism not worth it. Disease it is. Alcoholism. <laughs> anyway, it gives me great pleasure. SBTS episode ninety seven fan round table with the wonderful Windy John, uh, Super Malk, and Georgie bangs the drum. Uh, just waiting for Tyler from Bishop Stortford, uh, where we're going to discuss that, gentlemen. How the devil are you? Yeah. Very well. All good. All good, all good. Oh, what a beard. What a beard, Tyler. Oh, dear. What a beard, mate. All respect. Cheers, mate. Okay, how long that how long's that take to grow? Uh I had a bit of stubble in lockdown. Shaved my head off on first of April 2020, and I just haven't cut it since. Mate, I'm a massive fan of ZZ Top as well. I love it. <laughs> the amount of people to say that to me. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, all right. I'm it's all the old jokes for me. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, first of all, Tyler Bailey, uh, welcome to the roundtable. Uh, let's crack straight into Bishop Stork, but we're going to talk a few things about the uh, previous Hastings games in a minute. But we've got our jolly arranged, uh, away day jolly. Uh, time of the train again, please, George? Uh, the train out of Hastings is the 8.21. 8.21. So this is the annual jolly, um, and this time it's Bishop Stortford. So where do we go? So we're getting off early in Bishop Stortford. Yeah. Where's the, where are the places to go, mate? Uh, for a beer, it's only like literally a five minute walk from the station. If that, the Bridge House is quite good for a beer. Um, it's like very sports like orientated. It's quite small. It's an yeah. Irish pub, but it's I'd say it's like the place to go to. Oh, George will be alright. He's got he's ginger. The and, and and so that's the one. Okay, well let's just talk about football now. First of all, right. So Bishop Stortford, a couple of little wobbly results, which gives us yeah. hope. Gives us a little yeah. bit of hope against you. Um, please tell us about your season because you've been. You've been really good. Fantastic. So uh, talk about it. It's, it's, it's been, from like your point of view, it'd be like a great season. But it's every time we get to the top at the moment, it's just, we're just struggling to hold on. It's like we get to the top, bottle it, let Hornchurch or Avely come near us and then we get going again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, I just feel like a bit of like complacency is just setting. Whereas last year when Worthing were in the league, they just, just didn't stop. Do you know what I mean? They were yeah. just, just rolling and rolling and, they just didn't ease up at all. So it's again, it's a good season, but it's it's just point too many points dropped. Just to like, especially against like lower league teams. We went to Brightling City at the beginning of January, bottom of the league after beating Hornchurch four one. Then you lose two 0 Like there's no sort of like balance in between. Do you know what I mean? We tend to just lose to like the top eight, don't we? Yeah, yeah we lose to teams that are better, which is mm. pretty reasonable, isn't it? <laughs> Well, yeah, never but, know. Well, so, how did, so tell me, how did you fall in love with Bishop Stortford? Tell us about it. Um, I was going as a teenager with my friends from school. That was when I was about 13, 14. Then I stopped. And then just off the off chance last season, the August bank holiday, me and my partner, we went up there for something to do, kill a bit of time. And I just haven't stopped going. And then that just led to then going to away games. Oh, which then I've got my father-in-law involved and then... He wanted to come to the away game, started doing that. And now we steward up the home ground. Oh, so we, we just like help out and we like we just really enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? And doing like the away games, not stewarding, it just sort of let we can let off a little bit of steam. But then at home, we just sort of like nip it in the bud and just sort of bit more of a neutral, do you know what I mean? But we still celebrate when like we score and win. Yeah, I was gonna say when we get there, I, if you get a goal, I'm sure you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be quiet. <laughs> it's gotta be done, like you've got to celebrate. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, there. I mean, by the way, have all your stewards got beards as well? I mean, is it? No. Am I going to be able to tell you apart from the others? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sticking out like a sore thumb. Don't worry. Yeah, no. I mean, as I say, we, we've got this jolly, and it's just about you know. Would love to meet up with some of the bishops before the game as well. You know, a few pints, yeah. bit of a laugh. You know, because for me, watching football, you know, obviously I'm passionate about about Hastings, but you know. It's not the end of the world, and it's you know a little bit of banter and stuff. It's yeah, exactly. It's That's fun. what it's all about. I just wanted to say, actually, we got stewards who are who are fans as well who come away, and it, I think it would be fun for the Bishop Stortford fans. We could have a little game, spot the steward. So Bishop Stortford fans, I've got to guess which Hastings away fan, <laughs> oh. which one, which one's the stewards. I think that'd be a fun game. 
Point what, to the winner, he gets them all. Wait, hey, hey, what's his song again? Gary Histed. Oh. He wears a mankini. Isn't it? Go on. He wears a beanie and a mankini. Yeah. The bloke's massive. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of them. Uh, he was, well, Gary Histed, one of our stewards, he went to Ashford away in a mankini. What a sight, mate. What a sight, Tyler. It was, brave uh, man. Brave, brave man. I feel it was probably half the reason why we won. <laughs> yeah, so Wingate yeah. and Finchley didn't see the game. Uh, bit of a bit of a naff one for us. Uh, all, all three of you lads were there, weren't they? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, who wants to crack into that quick? Uh, go on, George goes first. Yeah, well, you know, took a lead. Uh, we... They, they switched us, so we were going towards the Steve Smith second half, which I don't think suits us anymore. But we took a lead in the first half, and we just didn't kill the game off. Yeah. And then let slip a bit of control of the game and conceded a really, really annoying late equaliser. Very frustrating against a side that didn't didn't offer that much, I don't think. But we didn't offer enough either. So not not a great not a great performance. All we're all very annoyed, really, because it was a game that if you want to go up, Wingate and Finchley yeah. at home, you've got to look to win. Yeah, um, and that's not being rude to them because they are near the relegation zone. So it's just a fact, isn't it? Got to beat them teams. So very frustrating Saturday. Malk, I wasn't there. Oh, that's your excuse. So I'll, yeah, right, Windy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was um, much the same as what George was saying, but the um, their goalie was a right wind up merchant, and he, he uh, you know, when you're giving him stick and all that, and you just think, don't give him too much stick. He's going to have the last laugh, <laughs> and he did. But well, but. If you go, if you give it, be prepared our, to take it. Our goal was uh, mm. assisted by him anyway, so <laughs> that helped. <laughs> yeah, nutmeg, wasn't it? Yeah, absolute top stuff. Yeah, Joe came back. So uh, well done, Melk. By the way, yeah. Joe. No problem. Uh, yeah. I'm well there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You gave us a heads up. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tyler. Just so you know, Melk is a, a, a massive agent on the side. Yeah, <laughs> literally, he runs Kent. Anything happening in Kent. <laughs> It's, it's because of him, yeah? <laughs> Ain't it, Malk? It is, yeah. yeah, fair yeah. It was a very strange lineup to start off oh, with. Oh, Because we I think we literally had seven forwards in the squad and because we, we had Dicko was um, suspended. I think he was suspended last night as well. And uh, we seemed a bit lightweight in midfield and um, maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. Dicko's back for your game though, yeah. Tyler, yeah? So no luck there, mate. Yeah. But he's back for Bishop, for your game. Nice. Is he one of your best players? Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, compared to you lot, you know, our squad's probably a little bit thinner. Uh, so, yeah, we miss players a little Dino, bit more. You said they're all fat. Yeah, you did. You said our squad is thinner. Yeah, oh, sharp mouth. Don't look. I don't want to get banned from Bishop Stortford, mate. Look, he's a steward. He won't even let me in. <laughs> As long um, as you're spending your money, we don't mind. Yeah, that's that's all like that talk. I like that talk. Moving on to Enfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. Enfield. So I thought a cracking game. I thought we were playing the football. Uh, just they were very effective though. Um, Enfield. I mean, have, 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 you've played them, Tyler. What you what were you reckon of Enfield? Uh, can you remember? Yeah, played in beginning of December. Yeah, we love it because like we lost our best striker to them last season. Uh, and we yeah, we. It was a scrappy game this season, but we got like a one 0 win. Oh, okay. It's just again them. They they're not consistent. All of a sudden they're going on like a roll of about seven wins, and all of a sudden they just start dropping points out of nowhere. Which is it just seems like no one's got real like any real consistency apart from Hornchurch at the moment. Well, that's good uh, for your lot, isn't it? It is good for us lot, yeah. but we just because we've got a bit of rivalry with Enfield, just to face them in the playoffs and get knocked out by them would just be even more like heartbreaking. But, but what about facing them in the playoffs and beating them? There's always on. that possibility, but we had Come the playoff on. heartbreak last season. Yeah, well, that's last season. The um, well, yeah. So Enfield, um, uh, an absolutely world class goal from us. Uh, how many passes was it? About 17, 18 passes. Yeah, I've literally just, seen, I've literally just seen it. They just posted it on Facebook. For, I've seen it from a couple of angles, but I hadn't seen all the passing because I wasn't at the game last night. Well, that was a class goal, wasn't it? Smooth. Somebody called it liquid football. Yeah, someone did. I'll run from one end of the ground to the other when that went in. That was like, I was like headless chicken. That was, do you ever get that, Tyler? You know, when there's just such a great goal, you fucking be, well, you just run about and jump around and just lose yourself. All limbs yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, George, your thoughts? We, that was prime Barcelona, that goal, mate. 2009. Yeah, I was going to say, I want you to quantify that, not Barcelona last year or whatever. No. 
Um, yeah, unbelievable goal. Uh, great play. Uh, quite funny to see that. Um, if you look on the on the video, the second time Brefo passed the ball back to Louis Rogers, the keeper, um, the main stand is like having a go at the team. Oh, what, booing them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? our own fans, our own oldies were, were booing for like for for keeping the ball. The same people that boo if we boot it long and then lose the ball, they'll shout, "Keep the ball!" What are you doing? Same people, and they were they were moaning. And then thirty seconds later, we've scored goal of the season, and the managers turn around to them and gone, "How about that?" So, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Apple, that's why when you get some when you get a low away attendance, you've got to give stick to your own team, haven't you? Because there's no wasn't much noise from Enfield last night. God, they were, they were. It was piss poor, wasn't it? It was only about, what was it, about 10 of them? Yeah. Or being uncharitable? 10, uh, 10 15. Yeah. yeah. It's not that bad midweek and it, with the weather as it was and all that. It was probably a bit iffy at one stage, wasn't it? Especially, up, was it was it like up there, Tyler's? You had snow? Yeah, woke up to a little bit of snow, nothing major. Okay. All melted by sort of midday. Oh, that's right. Man, it, was cold. it was cold last night. You can see it's starting to frost over, but yeah. nothing too major. We just had loads of rain. It's chucking it down at the minute. <laughs> so, yeah, What's your the, pitch like? What's yeah, your pitch like? Does it keep well? Uh, it does all right because because uh, the other Enfield team play up there as well, so it has double the amount of games as like a normal ground does. I didn't know that. And it's and it's nice that it's grass as well. None of this three G, four G stuff. Yeah, but overall, it holds up all right. That's a nice ground. I went I went up there when we played during the cup. It must be what. 2000, oh, I can't remember now, 2010, something like that. We came away with a win. <laughs> <laughs> nice Not bar. This weekend. Nice bar. Good friendly punch. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we had a good time. Oh, good bar. I like that talk. No, nah, it's a nice clubhouse bar. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. You've got a car, um, car park outside the ground as well, haven't you? That's Tyler, it, yeah. do, they, do you sell Vimto? We've got, <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a Vimto addict in here, mate. Oh, Malk. They probably Malk. do do Vimto, but I can't answer that because I've never had it from there. <laughs> we ask because usually children drink Vimto, don't they? Yes. yes. No. Yeah, exactly. No. Pregnant women. Right. Oh, you're a pregnant woman now. Hang yeah. on, you're identified as a pregnant woman. All right, mate. My national day today. <laughs> <laughs> on whatever national day it is, I'm that. <laughs> yeah, you got it covered. Wait, actually, yeah. let's go. This, this, uh, moving on from that, the, the, your last few, two results, obviously, a little bit shaky. Um, and as you say, it's a little bit of a stutter, but like that last minute equaliser must have been fabulous. Were you there? Um, yeah, 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 I was up there last night. It was because uh, <clears throat> we get like designated areas as well for like where we steward. Mm. We have our corner. Luckily, it's at the end that we was at. So just to get that last minute winner, like with our fans next to us as well, it was it was nice. But the first half was we was poor, mm. poor, poor. And you just put that down to complacency, just a little bit like yeah, like we've got. A- a couple of injuries, like niggly injuries, and like our captain wasn't there yesterday, and you could just things just wasn't like ringing right. Could be a bit of confidence from the weekend, like losing three 0 but it's just at the moment it just seems to just be like a lot of long balls. Whereas last year was playing it on the floor, <laughs> pressing high, and it just seems to have just gone three steps back. Do you know what I mean compared to what we've yeah. been watching the last eighteen months? Well, I suppose they would argue that it's getting results, and and a lot of the teams we've seen, like we we've tried to play. I mean, not all the time, but we try and play a bit of football, and we—that's what we seem to have come up against. Is a lot of teams are very direct uh, yeah. sort of percentages, and and it, you know if it's effective, a lot of people are just going to stick with it, aren't they? So, I mean, how often does the long ball really work for teams when you just keep smashing it up? It's not yeah. very effective, like really, is it? It's, and it's just hard to watch when someone's just hoofing it, chasing it down the channels, and it gets nowhere. You're like, what's the point of that? Like, just try something different. Yeah, you think, wouldn't you? Well, well you won't get any of that with us, it. mate. Go on, sorry, George. Thought- with Horn, Hornchurch, Avely, Enfield, um, to be fair to Bishop Storford, I think they scored a decent breakaway goal against us, but that was a long time ago, isn't it, now? Um, those three teams, Enfield, Avely, Hornchurch, they seem to be really good in both six-yard boxes, not even 18-yard boxes, six-yard boxes. They've got three like massive defenders, three massive strikers, um, and that just it seems to be what they do. And don't worry about the midfield too much. That's what it seems to be for them. And it be obviously it's worked for them because they are you know three of the top four sides. So they've that's all got pacey like. wingers, though, George. What's that yeah, pacey, pacey pace wingers, wingers. Pace, pace power, and that seems to be. And it's what it is. What it is like in the level above as well, isn't it? As well. So it's just that's that's just how it is. I think actually step four and step five, you get 
overall some nicer football trying to be played now. Um, but you do, you do. Compared oh, to the mate. top of step three, compared to right, compared to what Hornchurch and Enfield were served up last night, the passing football that goes on, not always like high quality, not faster, but in terms of trying to play football on the ground, more of it, more of it, lower down. I don't know. What do you reckon to that statement, Tyler? Yeah, I've seen a lot of long balls, to be fair. Like, I wouldn't stand by that statement, yeah. Get you to play better football than Hornchurch. <laughs> That'd be nice. They do. They do. Chichester do. They play better football than Hornchurch. But look where Hornchurch are. Maybe that's how you've got to play at this level. It just is what it is, isn't it? I think it depends on what sort of players you've got. And if it suits that style of player, play with it. But if it doesn't, you've got to change it up and try and see if it's something that does actually fit their style. Have you still got to play Hornchurch again yet, Tyler? No, we lost to them near the beginning of the season, 2-1. I think we missed a last-minute penalty there as well. And then we beat them 4-1 on Boxing Day. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying about consistency. Like, we beat them 4-1, Boxing Day. The 2nd of January, you play bottom in the league, lose 2-0. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's been quite a few clubs have been at, sitting at the top. No one's really held on to it this year, have they? Yeah, no, exactly. Look at Potter's Bar. I was just looking at them in the league. Isn't it? I know they had problems in their squad and all that. 13th they are now. <laughs> well, you called that ages ago, didn't you, Malk? I did, yep. yeah. Yeah, that was ages ago. You knew they were going at the drop. Yeah, yeah. He went in and nicked all their players, didn't you, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, one of them's at Hastings, so. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. No, it's still time, but yeah. It looks like, on paper, I reckon Hornchurch is probably going to nick it, aren't they? Yeah, I reckon right. so. Let's say, but like, you know, everyone seems to be having a bad period now and again, so maybe they've got, got theirs to come again yet, because they had a little slip up, didn't they, for a while, so. And I think Hornchurch still got to play Enfield at Enfield near the end of the season. Yeah. yeah. And Enfield have got to come to us second from last game of the season. You could do us a massive favour there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if it goes to if it goes all right. Because I mean, to be honest, the top nine really are all still in this. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could do us a little favour there. That'd be nice. Be nice to win it against like win the league against them though, to be fair. Oh yeah. <laughs> to be fair, one of the teams outside the playoffs, like us, Folkestone. Lewis, to get into the playoffs, we're going to have to go on one hell of a run to get yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. So if, right. if one of those teams does that, then there'll be an unbelievable form going into the playoffs. And, you, you know, you could get a team who's fifth get, going up um, just because of that going on a run. Um, the te- teams that just miss out on promotion do often find it hard, don't they, in the playoffs, whatever yeah. level. So Yeah, we went up once from fifth a few years back. So it's, it's doable, isn't it? Yeah, fifth went up last season as well, Cheson. Oh, yeah. So... Saturday, where where do your fans have a beer? Where where can we meet up with them? Or is it just in the clubhouse? Yeah, I'd say more in the clubhouse yeah. from around about two-ish. The clubhouse is quite big, actually, to be fair. Yeah. It's like quite like, quite nicely kitted out. It's a big bar. Um, if you want to go town, I'd say go Bridge House. Yeah. There's some, quite a few nice restaurants in the town as well. But up at the football as well, they do nice burgers, but I'd get in the queue nice and early because they like oh, to take Oh, it's one of time. those ones, is it? <laughs> But they're not they're not your moody burgers, mate. They're they're decent to be fair. Yeah. Worth queuing for. Depends on how, how worth like forty minutes for a queue. <laughs> have you got have you got any stupid rules? <laughs> like no drum. Huh? <laughs> like no drum. <laughs> no, you're allowed a drum. Candy bought a drum last you night. Yeah, George, you're all right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few of these grounds that have got you can't you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't stand there. Where was that place where we couldn't stand at the Beyond the Goal, George? Oh, Kingstonian. Yeah, Kingstonian? Yeah. So, Tyler, you're going up or you're doing the playoffs? What do you think? Oh, I'd love... Like, if we had won last night, I'd have said we was going up. Mm. But I think we'd be in the playoffs. And so you... I don't know. I'm not confident about the playoffs, especially after last season. But just we just can't... We, we can't go up for the playoffs again. It's going to be too much hard work. You think? Which is a shame. <laughs> but... If Hornchurch lose a couple, obviously it's just in a balance again, isn't it? But yeah. Avely aren't going away. That's they the are. They do. They. I, I don't like them as a team. I, I think. They, I think they play some right shoddy football, but effective football. Um, but yeah, they they know how to win. Yeah, I think out of the next nine games, realistically, to go up, especially with Hornchurch having two games in hand of us, we need to win eight out of nine out of them. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry, Tyler, but we're not going to give you that on Saturday, mate. <laughs> I'll see you. We're not that charitable, mate. (laughs) Fingers crossed, you are charitable. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll, I'll get you a beer after the game. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Yeah. All right. Well, Chris, 
on, just, I just had, just had a look at your predictions for the league from the start of the season, and you had Bishop Stortford at seventh. So, well, who, hang on, who did you have bottom, George? I, Avely, yes. Avely, yes. Yeah. Where did I have Avely? Let's have a look. Where did you have them? I don't know. If, I didn't put them at bottom, mate. No, you had a mid table. To be fair. We all mid-table. got that wrong. Yeah, it's just willing them, wouldn't it? Really, though. It could be, but, but uh, they could go on a disastrous run and end up there. You never know. There is another team coming right up behind everybody, and that's Folkestone. They're on a massive roll at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. they? They beat you, didn't they, the other week? Yeah. yeah don't Saturday rub it in. Hill. Don't rub it in. No, I just that, they're quite intrigued because they weren't that. I didn't think they were that much when when we played them. And that one, yeah. that how was it? But they've they've got one of our players back, or a player that was loaned to us. He went out to Folkestone. He scored a few, and he Collins. Oh, um, Louis. Louis Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that player. Him. But I don't know. I think they they could. Possibly, well, they've got a really good chance sneaking into the playoffs. And if they get in there, they're going to be difficult to shove. <laughs> yeah. Hongchurch took their top goal scorer as well, didn't they? Didn't they? Yeah, for, for a big fee. So they've got yeah, money massive fee. Yeah, yeah, have you got yeah. that sort of money, uh, Tyler? Um, uh, did you hear about this? Uh, was it, what was it again? 30 grand or something? 25, 25 grand it was. 25 grand they pay for him. That's a lot of money for that league, isn't it? I know. Is he the is he the striker who's on seven hundred fifty quid a week? Talk, yeah. talk to Malk, mate. Here, no, go Malk. He's on more than that. Oh, is, is he? he? Yeah. I can't divulge how much. That'd be wrong of me. <laughs> he ain't he messing about, Tyler, grand. mate. He knows everything. He gets a cut, doesn't he? Mate? For him, and he's on more than seven fifty a week. Yeah. If he gets you promoted, it's worth it, isn't it? That's it. They already had about four strikers that are banging them in anyway, didn't they? Scoring goals for fun, aren't they, this season? Yeah. I'd, have, I'd have liked that Mohamedou Fowl, who was at Enfield last year, but he's gone up to, is it Haven't and Waterlooville? Yeah, how's he getting on there? Uh, I think he's still scoring goals, but obviously yeah. not as many, but he yeah. scored like 40-odd goals last season, didn't he? Blimey, Jesus Christ. That's a lot of goals. Yeah. Well, that wins your leagues, doesn't it? Or or makes you slip into the... What happened to the folks? And they missed out on the playoffs, didn't they? Last season, I can't remember now. Well, yeah. the facts, they, strugg- they struggled for goals at the end of last season um, and they had Joe Gabodi online and they left him on the bench. <sighs> Seriously. And he's, he's unbelievable, isn't he? Yes. So he- You'll find out about Joe Gabodi on Saturday, Tyler. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Where's he play? He's up front. Oh, really? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a big lad. He's a big lad. Yeah, Smith is coming to life as well. Yeah, Smithy. Uh, so, I mean, in terms of how you play, Tyler, how would you characterise the way... The Bishop sort for boys play. Um, beginning of the season, I'd have said that we're high pressing, quite high tempo, like to play out on the floor. But the last few games, especially, is a lot of it is get the ball at the back, smash it up top, try and hit like our striker Chris Harris, and then there's no one off of him, and they just expect so much of like Chrissy. It's like he's got to try and win the ball, and then go and run Thank after you, the ball, yeah. and be in the box at the same time, and it's just just asking a bit too much. And we get we, when we get the ball on the floor at like the wingers. Like they can turn like all defences inside out, but at the moment they just ain't got the confidence what they had again like six, seven months ago. That's weird, that. And you, I mean, you're top of the league as well. I know, I think, yeah, it's weird. But I think last it's year, whether you can cope with their formation of one, two, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's quite, it's relatively new. Um, it's a new it's a one, new, yeah. yeah, that we brought, and uh, yeah, we're we're hoping to catch a lot of teams unaware. With our one two seven formation, <laughs> we'll have to get you on the counter then. <laughs> yeah, no. Listen, um, look, Tyler. Obviously, looking forward to catching up with you when we're there, uh, and obviously spending uh, some money in your clubhouse and that. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for a good game. Uh, whoever wins, wins. You know, and obviously, yeah. Pop that, Chris. What, mate? Go Shit on. game, one nil away win. <laughs> none, of this, none of this good, good game bollocks. It's too good late game, in the season. Yeah, too late in the season. Well, it's business time, isn't it? You know, yeah. for, for for your lads, you need to win this because you got to you got to maintain what you're doing and like turn around this little mini wobble. And for us, we need to we need to be pushing those playoff places, don't we? Yeah. So, but all right, well, listen, boys. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. See you on right. Saturday. Other than Saturday, yeah. Good luck to you lot as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just a nice little club up there. It's quite like family orientated. Everyone sort of like gets on, and it's probably the same as you guys. It's all similar faces, and it's just. Just nice to get out on a Saturday afternoon and just have a bit of fun. Yeah. Get you out the house for a couple of hours and then you go home again. It's just nice it's environment nice. up there. Yeah. Oh, good. Very much looking forward to going. Anyway, we'll leave it there then. So thank you very much. 
Windy, uh, Super Malk, George, and uh, Tyler Bailey of uh, Bishop Stortford. So, um, man, see you at the game. Nice one, yeah. Right, take care, take care, that's it. Cheers. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.